What's up, guys? Just hang out for a few. Good morning. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Sandra. You jumped on Instagram this morning. Oh, she is on Instagram this morning. I see you. I know. I'm trying to keep track of which one's which here. Let's give it just a few. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to be talking about this morning, y'all. Like, crazy yes. excited. Like, we've already been in this uh, already. And um, go ahead and don't forget, man, share the video. Share the stream. We're going live. Go ahead and share it now. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got a piece of hair sticking up. Man, there. give it just a minute. Good morning, Trina. Good morning, Trina. I'm I'm so glad today is not rainy. And it's sunny outside. It I think sunny. there's something cold, to that. Though. There is some I'm telling you, man, there is something absolutely to this whole thing of of when you wake up in the morning and it has been storming and it's cloudy and it's overcast and y'all it was sleeting yesterday. Like yeah. I had yeah. I, I had uh, Micah run um some trash out to the trash can. In his pajamas and, with no <clears throat> shoes on. We are those parents. It was too cold. I wasn't going out there. <laughs> but it, I think it it was sleeting out there, man. So <clears throat> it was crazy yesterday. Yeah, very, very different. Come on, guys, jump on. I'm, I'm waiting for a couple more to jump on. I, I'm so eager morning, to get Candy. into this, into this, uh, this conversation today, man. I'm so excited. Yes, go ahead and uh, do, do, do. Good morning. Give a thumbs up or a wave or something so we know you're joining and you actually are on. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Um. Y'all, I'm working on the, the service for this weekend, editing the video for this weekend. Y'all better tune in, man. It's going to be a good service. Yeah. Eye-opening for sure, man. Good morning, Kelly. Eye-opening for sure. Yeah. Yes, do, yes, do, yes. Do, do. It's amazing when you start doing good morning, <clears throat> Stacy. Um, technology and doing live stream. It's so much work into what is behind the scenes to make things happen so that especially when you're a church plant and you're like five months old six months old and yeah you, it's a lot you don't of have work. a full team of people but yeah <clears throat> <laughs> right it's true 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 yes all right man well let's get rocking um we're gonna pray we're in romans five today i'm telling you this is gonna be like really just a huge like i think we're finishing up romans five yeah today we're, too, we're right? probably gonna finish up romans Maybe. five it's a game changer for us for sure today for you as well and it'll make you think big yes. i want to ask you just to have your hearts just be open uh and just just put your thinking caps on take it back to school terminology put your yeah. thinking caps on today yeah it's going to stretch you it's going to be really good yes good morning marcia so let's pray you want to pray yeah go ahead god i thank you for this morning i thank you for the sunshine that is here where we're at right now i pray for um ears to be open today and that um we're able to speak what you have for us to share with everyone in yes. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So we've gone through Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11 already. Yeah. And uh, we talked about being made right with God through Jesus Christ. We've talked about uh, this whole concept of, of being tested, right? This, this idea of, of holding on to our hope. When trials run up against us, they develop patience and endurance. <clears throat> we talked about um, <clears throat> our friendship. <clears throat> Man, excuse me. <clears throat> Y'all forgive Allergies. me. I'm so sorry. Morning, Sarah. <clears throat> so uh, 
we've talked about that. We talked about this this friendship, this relationship being restored with God, um, and really it being God that was never the one that was against us. God's always been the one for us and chasing us and pursuing us. What we're getting into today is Romans five twelve, and we'll go from twelve probably to the end of the chapter, maybe, maybe not. Um, I know we want to do some Q and A stuff tomorrow, so <clears throat> yep. answer some questions tomorrow. So it's Friday. It is. Um, so we'll get as much as we can done uh, right now. Hey, so this is the big deal. I, I think one of the biggest issues that we have in church today, or in in, in church culture today, is that we put uh, Satan and we put God on the same playing field, and it's seen throughout. Um, even our culture, right? Because there's always this concept. There's always this this devil on one shoulder, this angel on the other. They're kind of both tugging back and forth. They're pulling back and forth from us. And there's almost this equal uh, playing field. Now, we would never say that, right? Because we would never dare no. say the devil is greater than God. Right. But how do we live our lives? And right. what do we believe? Does our theology <clears throat> actually declare that? Does our theology declare that, that God and, and Satan are on the same playing field? Right. And the reality is, I think for a lot of us, that's that's a true concept and sometimes we actually i think we can get in the mindset that the devil actually has more power sometimes Come on, man. because we just think about the terms that we use how often when something bad happens is it this is the devil this is the enemy tempting me this is satan this is whatever but when something good happens do we give praise to who's praises do do we say this is the lord this is god god helped me god worked through me maybe to do this or do we just take all the praise for ourselves and say that was me yes that's me i did that i did that we're not giving praise to god at that point god gave us the ability to be able to do those things instead we're given more power in our speech to the enemy versus the to god when the good things happen so i think that yeah. Is important. I'm reading some we, comments as you're ready to go. No, that's fine. And so, so you go on. So, like, even thinking about this, thinking about it, we put way more stock, y'all. I'm gonna stretch on your thinking on this, okay? And so, just it should, it, we should leave today going, man. I got a lot of questions to ask. That's yeah. good. So we, so we put a lot more stock in Adam's choice and the result than we do in Christ's choice. And the result, yeah. we put so much stock. Okay, so Adam made a choice, and that choice was disobedience, and that disobedience brought in sin. And we look at the world and go, "Oh, it's sin, and the whole world's in chaos, and everybody's affected by sin, and X, Y, and Z." And then we look at what what Jesus Christ did, and we we look at that, and we limit the effect of that, um, and, and really coming back based on on choice. And here's what I mean by that: so Christ's choice to lay down his life. Um, we, we look at it as like almost like here's Adam's choice to, to bring sin into the world, right? Disobedience. And here's Christ's choice to bring salvation. And man, salvation is only applied to this very few little uh, people. But man, death, hell, and condemnation is applied to everybody. And the Bible, Paul does a great job theologically laying yeah. out, um, man, just how wrong that concept of thinking is in Romans chapter 5. And this is where it starts with verse 12. Listen to me. It says, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world, and Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone because everyone sinned. We, we, we get that. We say mm -hmm. that. We agree with that. And then it says, yes, people sinned before even the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Talking about the top ten, the ones that the laws that Moses got from from God on Sinai. 
But then it goes on, still yet everyone died. Even though the people who lived between the time of Adam and Moses never had the Ten Commandments, they still died because sin was in the world and they were, they were still uh, experiencing that. And it says, even those who not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now watch, Adam, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who was yet to come. Now I don't know if, if that hits you like it hit me, but it should, right? Because it says Adam is a representation of Christ, the one who is to come. We have this mindset for a lot of us to think that Christ is a representation of Adam. And we even use this terminology, and scripture kind of uh, uses this in, in more traditional translations, right. that, that, that Christ is the second Adam, as if he's lesser than, right? He's not lesser than. And Christ is not a representation of Adam. Adam is a representation in Christ, of Christ. From the in, very beginning. From the very beginning. In this, that my choice will affect humanity. That was Adam. Adam is a representation of Christ. Right. My choice affects humanity. Just like Christ's choice affects humanity, mm -hmm. past, present, and future. Right? Paul goes on to say, we were, we were crucified in Christ, and we were raised to life again in Him. Again, we've talked about this for a couple weeks now. This is where objective truth, the reality that Christ died for all of humanity and the sins of humanity, that's objective truth. Where subjective reality is then uh, takes a place is when we believe it, when we receive it, when we say, man, I believe that. That becomes my reality in my life. Um, and so this is, this is that point. Yeah. So Christ's decision was was the the example Paul or, or uh, Adams Adam was the symbol or the the representation mm -hmm. he was the one that reflects Christ so go back um so now Adam is a symbol a representation of Christ who was yet to come but there's a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift remember the church holds these two in, in equal tension that Adam's sin is just as horrible as as just as bad as God's gift of grace is just as good that's not true. That's not accurate. It says, but there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift, right? Gift. It's gift. Yeah. Yeah. Gift. You didn't earn that. Right. That's he a didn't, huge thing. He didn't ask your permission. I, I, this is so incredibly important. Just like Adam didn't jump into the future and ask your permission to screw it up for all of humanity, Jesus didn't jump into the future and ask your permission to set to save humanity. He he didn't, and that's a that's a big deal. He didn't go into the future and he didn't come into our lives and say, "Hey, you know all the stuff that you struggle with. Do you mind if I just become that on the cross of of Calvary for you? And do you mind if I impart to you life and give you the option for life? Do do you mind if I right. do that?" Nope. He didn't do that. No. You didn't, there's a lot of things in life that we didn't. We don't co-sign, that we don't give our permission to that have taken place. Right. Like, you didn't give... I got to remember, kids are watching this with parents too, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't give your parents permission to conceive, conceive. you, right? right? Nor is that even a possibility. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, but going back to but that... But you were born. So, but you were born. So... So go back. Let's go back to here. I hope this is making as much sense coming out of my mouth as it made in my head, right? As as it's been making in my head. So Adam brought. Listen, this says for the sin of. Okay, let's go back. Um, verse fifteen. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam brought death to many. Okay, given a, given fact. But even greater, even greater, but even greater. Is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this man, through this other man, Jesus Christ. To what takes more power? What is greater? Killing something or resurrecting something? Mm -hmm. 
right? What takes more What takes more effort on your end? Right. Killing a plant? You do a good job of killing plants. That's why we don't have plants, y'all. Kim does a good job <laughs> killing I plants. about that. She did preach about that a couple weeks ago. You, to kill a plant don't take much. Stop feeding it. Don't give it sunlight. Stop yeah. watering it. And but it, I love plants, and y'all, it dies. Still. Yeah. And it dies. What takes more effort to take something you've already killed by not feeding it, not watering it, not giving it sun life, and then bringing that thing back to life? Hands down, bringing it back to life is the greater thing. Yeah. Right? So it's the greater thing. Adam's sin is not as great as as Christ's ability to bring about salvation. Right. So go to verse 16. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. Here we go again. For Adam's sin led to condemnation. But God's free gift leads to God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though, even yeah, though, in spite huge. of, even though you still struggle, even though you struggle yeah. with that stuff, God's gracious gift has the ability to make you right with God. Even though you're even, walking in it right now. Come on. Like in this very moment. All the stuff you've it's, walked in in your past, yep. all the crap you're dealing with yep. right now, and all the stuff you swear you, you'd never do again that yep. you will end up doing again, right? Even in the midst of all that, yep. God has the ability. His grace is so incredible yeah. that he's made you right with him. Right. For your sense. Verse 17. Come on, man. We're having church. I think because that's the mindset that we get. We get in this mindset that, oh, crap, I sinned. And now I've got to, like, do X, Y, and Z. Is And in, in that we somehow we somehow have pushed God away from us and doing that. Where we can, right. we can kind of push ourselves away. But it's not God removing himself from us. God is still the same, you know, when you're in the midst of sin yes. as he is when you were, like, praising him on the front row at church. He Come still on, loves you. Right. And and we get this mindset that, well, he might love me a little less nope. if... And you know why? I, I know this because my kids do this. They mm. think oh, that yeah. something's Michael going on. The they're like, well, you love me less now. You love me. You don't love me the same. And I'm like, yeah. but no, like my love for you not is not changing. Right. I might not like the way you're acting right now. It doesn't change my love for you. It is always right. there. It's it's always wanting the best for you. And yeah. I think that how do like we've got to realize like our God is is way bigger and greater than we are in human as human parents. Look, let me jump ahead right quick. I'm gonna hold your spot right there in Romans five. Let's go over the Romans eight real quick, and then the, we'll look at the um. Uh, We'll look at um, we'll look at verse thirty-five in Romans eight. Just just real quick, I want to jump there real quick because it just highlights what she's saying here. It says, yeah. "Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love?" What's the answer, Church? Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? The answer to that is no. Right? Does it mean He no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or are hungry or destitute or in danger or are threatened with death? As Scriptures say, for we. For, uh, for your sake, we're killed every day and we are being slaughtered like sheep. No, verse 37 says, mm-hmm. despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved oh, us, Christ. right? In verse 38, it says, for I am convinced that nothing can ever separate. This is so important, yes. right? Listen, yes. for nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Watch, neither death nor life nor angels nor demons, neither our fears today nor our worries about tomorrow, not the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. Watch, that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
That's and key. that's it. That's key. How do you know um, that God's love doesn't waver? Yeah. It's because of Jesus Christ. So, how, yep. how do you know? On, on your best day, his love is consistent. On your yeah. worst day, his love is consistent. How do I know that yes. God loves me? Because of Jesus Christ. Go he look proved at Jesus. it. He yep. loved the world to his death. Yeah. And even his final and moments. Even, in, even after like he gave the one who portrayed him. Yeah. How... So good. Do and you Peter, love me? Yeah. Do you love me? Still, yeah. still fighting for that that under for them to understand. I love you. Yeah. I always have loved you. It's so. Oh, this is so stinking good, y'all. I know, man. Just See, go back and read so, that too. The Romans eight, the thirty. What was it? Read 35? all of Romans eight. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean but, Romans. But that spot right there will that will shift some stuff in yeah. your mind. Go back and read it. And then right. that very end, revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord, goes back to everything we've been talking about yeah. for weeks now. Is We have it's, got to see God yeah. through the Jesus yeah. because he is the exact representation of who God is from beginning to end. And we have got it's, to get that. It is the Sunday school answer, y'all. Jesus. How, how do I know God loves me? Jesus. Right. It's the Sunday. You cannot go wrong right. with the answer. Nine times out of ten, if the pastor asks you a question, Jesus is the answer. All right? So nine times out of ten. Go to verse 17. If y'all get it wrong, don't be blaming it. Well, you can blame Ro him. Romans 5, 17. Let's keep going, man. I want to make sure that we get this. I know you guys enjoying this, man. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty daggone pumped up, man. So verse 17, it says this. It says, for, for the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. Yeah, but even greater, <coughs> excuse me, but even greater. Do you see a common theme here that keeps running through this? Adam's thing did this, but Christ is even greater. What Christ did is even greater. The effect of what Christ did is even greater, right? right, right. It says, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it, it will, it will, live, in uh, it will live in triumph and death. Uh, over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Again, for all who receive it. It's a true, it's a reality, right. it's a fact of life. But whether or not you experience it is yeah. based upon your you will, being willing to receive it. Right. And that's, that's the hardest thing, man, because it doesn't come down to what you can do. It's not about mm -hmm. your giving, your Bible study, your prayer life, how faithful you are at church. It's not about any of this. All your it's, works. All, it's not about any of your works. It is literally about, about b believing. It's literally going... Okay, I, I'm going to believe this. I, I'm going to take this and I'm going to believe it. And I think it goes back. I don't even know where the verse is at, but I believe it's in Psalms where it says, um, we'll see the goodness of the Lord in, in the, the land, land of the living. Of the yeah. living. Mm -hmm. That is when this truth becomes reality in us. We will see the goodness yes. of the Lord in the land of the living. That doesn't mean, you know, off in heaven. That means in this time, in the land that we are walking, and this is the land of the living where we're at, we can see the goodness of God. Make that that truth, that what is it? Objective truth, or yeah, subjective subju reality? Yeah, your subjective yeah. reality, and yeah. you will see that goodness. That's what that's what Jesus is is for us. He's wanting us to be able to yeah. see that goodness. He's wanting us to live that out. But that is definitely our choice if we see that and live that out on this earth. Yeah. Yeah. Keep we keep going, man. Keep going to verse 18. 18 yeah. It says, yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship to, uh, with God and new life for who? Everyone. For everyone. You can't make what Adam did greater than what Christ has done. Again, we can experience it that way, 
by whether or not choosing we choose to walk with it, set ourselves in agreement with it, believe it, and run with it. But you cannot make what Adam did bigger than what Christ has done. Right. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. And verse 20, for God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. We have a hard time believing that we get it, we get it wrong. Humanity is like that. I mean, anytime somebody oh, ever yeah. tries to point out to you, hey, did you know you didn't do that right? Man, our, most of us, our, our first, flesh, yeah. yeah, most of us, our first line of defense is like, not not me. It's mm-hmm. it's all your perception. You right. Know? Think about how hard it is for you. Maybe maybe not. Maybe you have an easy time saying I'm sorry when something goes wrong. But for me, I have a hard time saying sorry sometimes. I've gotten a lot better about it. But uh, no, I think, just think about it. How hard is it for you to admit, oh, you know what? I was wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize. Right. Go. Let's keep going. Verse 20. For God's law was given that all could see how sinful they were, but as people sinned more and more, look, church, man, God, for as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. There will never be a day where sin trumps grace. It never happens. It will never happen. Grace will always triumph over sin. Always in every aspect. Can I sin? Excuse me. Can I sin worse than the grace of God? Is there? Is it's what is the 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 blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? That's the unforgivable sin. It's 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 not believing. What what's the unforgivable sin? It's not believing that you've been forgiven. That that comes down to it. There's nothing that you can do ever in your life that is beyond the reach of God's redemptive grace. Not a single thing. Not a single thing. And it's proven through the life of Jesus. Right. It's proven looking at all the people he reached, all the people he he touched, all the people who were completely unfit in our terms for use that right. that were that were touched and used in the gospel. Keep going, man. Verse uh, right, verse twenty, <clears throat> verse twenty one. For just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead. Yeah. That is a reality. That is a truth. Yeah. But whether it's 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 your reality is is whether you believe it. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> just as again, verse twenty one. Just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules. Instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through our through Jesus Christ, yeah. our Lord. You know, man, no matter no matter, you know, how long you've been in this church game or following Jesus or whatever the case is, man, I think all of us can take some time and some moments to examine our life and ask ourselves the question, you know, where do I see uh, the enemy uh, uh, being stronger than God. Where do I see Adam's uh, choice and his result, his sin, uh, being greater than God's grace in my life? Yeah. And I'm telling you, where you're convinced that what, where you're convinced in life, uh, where at, where you're. Let me see how this says right. <laughs> where you're convinced that Adam is greater than Jesus will be the areas in our lives that we struggle with the most. Yeah. Think about that. Chew on that for a moment. Yeah. The areas that we are convinced that Adam is greater than Jesus, that Adam's choice and sin and has the sin that has more power yeah. will, will, will be the thing that rules our life. When we get to that place, man, we are seeing that what Christ has done is way more superior to what to what Adam has done. Then we will see and live and experience the freedom and victory that we have. Um, through Jesus Christ, we yeah. the Bible says in Romans five, man, we will triumph over sin and death when mm-hmm. we believe it, when we believe it, and it's yeah. uh, and, and and man, which means it's it's and yeah. so can can I'm so I'm gonna say one more thing and then maybe I'll get off here maybe but y'all I'm gonna preach this all close three times anyways right yep. before we actually yep. wrap up, but but um go go back to this is going back to oh, I had a really good thought it just left me hold on um. 
It was really good though. Oh, this is okay. So how you know this concept? You, I hear you keep saying it, man. Just believe, just believe, right? That's all you gotta do is believe. Well, how do I believe? Because if we're not careful, we can even make believing at work, where it's mm -hmm. like, man, well, how do I believe harder today yes. than I did yesterday? Oh, and geez, so and listen, that becomes believing. Dangerous. Listen, believing doesn't have anything to do with you trying to make something happen. Yeah. Believing, ha believing happens when you fall in love with Jesus, and falling in love with Jesus is by hearing the message of Christ over and yeah. over again. When you're reading the Gospels and you. You're seeing Jesus and you're reading the epistles and you're hearing Paul's revelation of Christ and his grace and his goodness. It's then your faith is awakened and yeah. believing becomes easy. It becomes the second nature thing that you do. You believe, right? Um, that's what it says in Romans 10, 17. It says, so then faith comes by hearing the message yeah. of Christ. If you right. need more faith, if you're having an area in your life where you're having a struggle and believing God about a particular thing, go back to Jesus. Yes. Go back to the message of Christ. Go right. back to Jesus. And just meditate on that, man. Meditate on that. Yeah. So that that's Romans five for the week. That was a good yeah, chapter, man. Was... I loved it. And as, uh, if you guys have any like thoughts or questions or anything, don't forget tomorrow's Friday. So we're gonna be doing like a Q and A. So don't you know? Don't be bashful. Send us some stuff. But I do want to go back and um, some say good morning to some people. And um, let's see. Let's see. I know, I think I saw Roxanne. We we're going to be praying for Michiko. I know I see that she's getting induced, I believe, is what it said up here. So we'll be praying for her. That is awesome. Marsha said, be careful. People will think you love to preach. I do love to preach. I will preach your ear off, y'all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. with, especially when we're talking about Jesus, man. It's right, my favorite it's, thing to talk about. Gosh, it's so good. It's right. so good. So. All right. I think we should end here because if not, we're just going to. Keep going. Oh, keep good morning. Going. I believe on Instagram is Serena. Good morning. Sorry. Just trying to keep up. Awesome. And make sure touch points with you guys. All right, guys. So we'll wrap it. Hey, yes. message us, man. Shoot us some comments or mm -hmm. shoot us some um shoot us some questions. Or even the things that stood out to you this week yeah. through Romans five, or even if it's from the past weeks. Something that stood out that's like this is really good. This is what God show you know, share with us what God's showing you through yeah. This, that's always encouraging as well. Um, yeah, and share the video. Share the yeah, video, share man. The video. I know a lot of you guys gotten on the sharing bandwagon, which is awesome. We yeah. appreciate that. Share it. And we're seeing a lot of uh, foot, track, uh, foot traffic from that as well. So, yeah. um, all right, guys, we'll wrap now. Um, yes. You can pray. All right. I'll Go ahead. God, I thank you for today. Thank you for each person that joined and that they are just receiving your goodness, Lord God, through every morning that they're jumping on or in the afternoon, whenever they tune in, Lord God, that they are just hearing your amazing love for them, Lord God. And I just thank you thank you for that. Thank you that we're able to see this love through Jesus every single day that we go back and we, re we look at who Jesus was to us. We get to see your love, Lord God. And I thank you for that. Thank you for a blessed day for each person. Patience over each one of us that are parents and parenting our children and homeschooling them. Enjoy. So, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow, 8 o'clock.